Seltzer Kings podcasts. Marv wouldn't allow you to pick up uh, him like Mochi's being held right now. Yeah. Absolutely not. But I like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say it. this is something you guys all have to look forward to, and that's nice. I I, there's a there's like there's some downsides to Mochi's situation, which is basically she's just propped up by weird science and magic. <laughs> <laughs> but the upside is you can kind of hug her whenever you want to hug her. Aww. Yeah. She can't do anything. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Will she eventually want to go down and you could tell or no? Well, maybe a little, but it'll yeah. just be like a lean. And yeah. so you can kind of just not let yeah. her do it. Now, Lily, you could do this too as well for a while, but she will. But we're not you, talking about you. Lily, are we? <laughs> <We're Yeah. not. Welcome to Pussy Boys, the only and therefore number one podcast for real men who love their tiny baby kitties. My name is Danny Solomon, and my muddy buddy is named Marv. My name is Zach Broussard, and my fluffy duffy is named Mochi. Oh, Mochi's actually here. My name is... Is Nick Maritato and my little cute little kitty's name Lily. You know, the last episode that came out, I didn't say her name. I Whoa. was so wrapped up in my own little goofy bit, I didn't say my own cat's name. For shame. Yeah, yeah. I know. Embarrassing for you. Pretty bad. My little meowy wowie. Oh. His name Gregory. And uh, the cat I don't like as much is named Holiday. Come I love Holiday. On. I love Holiday. Always taking shots. I know. I don't. I do that. It's not. It's not okay. And we call ourselves the Pussy Boys. Woo! And it is very important for you out there listening at home to know that if you type in Pussy Boys, make sure it's all Z's. Yeah, make you, sure. Make you double don't sure. want to do the one with S's. Yeah. It's a slightly different. Uh, it just has a different definition if you or if you get caught or or your parents find you looking up all s's a lot of kids listening to this podcast you'll get arrested yeah if you're the library if you are a uh if you're a guy at the library just kind of using your your internet privileges to find out what a pussy boy is do the z's yeah yeah do the z's and then subscribe yeah subscribe to this podcast don't subscribe to any of the Mm -hmm. s stuff i typed in the s's by mistake earlier this week Yikes, what happened? Lost my eyesight in my left <laughs> went, eye. Went blind. <laughs> that, that yeah, happens. it's funny. I grew a bunch of hair on my palm. Wow. Yeah, I got real hard. <laughs> uh, my dad told me that you run out of sperm. <laughs> Still I don't think, know why. I will say I think that's a pretty good that's a pretty good answer. That you is might good. run out. Like you for the that. rest of your life or just like, like, for like forever. A week? I would never I don't even know why it hit me so hard back then, but he was like, You'll never have children if you mess. You know you only have sixty four of those. All right. <laughs> Use them wisely. Cats, I would cats yeah. get nine lives. You get sixty four spunks. <laughs> I think uh I think I've topped that uh at least ten times over, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Today. You, Today. You dirty Today. little fuck. <laughs> Guys, are we I mean I noticed you seemed a little tired. Today. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean I, Nick, should we just get this ball rolling? Well, I was just going to say, we have a male POV, and that's for male POSs. Let's get <laughs> All it right. Th- All right. Let's get it dirty. Glad we stopped Let's down. 
folks, we have a few segments to get through. We got to start them. Because yeah. our first segment is always called This Week in Cat. I almost said this cat in week. Mm. I'll go first. This is a small thing, just a small thing. Uh, my son is, you know, he's a funny boy and he's learning how to say little sounds and he's doing things like, uh, what is a, I'll say, what does a cow say? And he'll go, moo! What does a chicken? He goes, fuck, 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 fuck. What does the fox say? What does the fox say? He hasn't learned that one yet. That's I'm saving that one for last. I'll show him the video of when they performed on late night TV. It was very fun. It was just a funny thing for a bunch of comics. That was our dream. Yeah. No, but he knows how to say cat. What does a cat say? It's just not great. He goes like, nah. Not as good as that. You wish. But he does say he does say dog really well. I guess say what does dog say? And he goes woof woof, and his face is all in it. He's and so it's it is my. It's I feel weird. I'm conflicted because it's the best one. But here's what I've been doing: is that I have turned it into a fun thing because I can go. You got that dog in you. Uh-huh. And he'll go, woof, woof. <laughs> and that feels great. That is pretty good. Have you thought that maybe, you know, I mean, how old's your son? 13 years old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too old. You're, you're just kidding, though. You, no, he's you, kidding. He's, you, a, he's just under two years old. You've got a little baby. Can we call him a simpleton? Yeah, he's a sim- right now. <laughs> yeah, at, the, at this point, simple Jack. Yeah. Right. Got a not a great connotation. To well, it. I'm just saying, simpletons like dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to grow up to be a strong pussy boy. Could not agree with you more. You know, I but I also think that's something that's got to be earned. You got to meet a cat with respect yeah. on the on the battlefield. Well, and, and at this point, I mean, Pep is under two years old. We learned on the cat mind of a cat episode that a cat's brain is around a two year old's. So at this moment, Mochi is smarter than Pep. I agree with that completely. Are you going to do what like Eddie Van Halen did, and when his son was old enough to join the band, he kicked out the bass player, and then Wolfgang ended up playing bass? So who would I kick out <laughs> in that scenario? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah. Is it a Mary leaving? <laughs> no, one I, of us. I You're going to replace one of us. One of oh, us. Like, this Pep. is your Van Halen, yeah, bro. Right. Yeah. Not your, actually, not your stupid <laughs> marriage. Zach, I hate to break it to you, but this is your Van Halen. Yeah. I do like the idea of like the way that my grandfather had a farm. Like You have a bunch of kids who can replace you at any moment. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more of a situation where I can take the night off and just send my boy. Okay. That'd be great. And he would just oh. I'd put a little fake scruff on him and uh, put a hat backwards on him, and he would just go, woof, woof, woof. Honestly, you don't want to get Wally pipped. That's true. If anybody... If there are any crossover between cat fans and baseball fans. I don't know the reference, but if I use it as a clip, I'd Google it and I'd pop a picture up when you said it. Lou Gehrig replaced him uh, for one game at first base. And look what happened to him. Never looked back. That's the whole story. And then he died. And then he died that day. Yeah. He got that disease that had the same name as him. What a coincidence that was. Wally Pip disease. It's where you (laughs) dissolve as you walk into the dugout. (laughs) When you fade away from a photograph like uh, I got the pip. Michael J. Fox's brother. Uh, I got it this week in Cat. I guess it's a, a small one also. I just, um, so it's been raining for the past three, four days here in Los Angeles. And we could say that. This one's actually coming out on Monday. Right. So people are aware of this reference. Uh, it's been raining, and this has been Marv's Vietnam. He hates the fact that it's raining every morning. It rained a lot. Same routine in Vietnam. He, yeah, it did. And I know that from Forrest Gump. No, it it <laughs> certainly did. And my uncle. And a lot of people died, and and a lot of people died on my block this week. I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> the <laughs> at the Scientology Center. Yeah, to be clear. The, of course, at the RPF that's right across the street from where I live. 
But the the fact that it rained outside, it made Marv more depressed than I've ever seen him. Every morning, meowing, meowing, meowing to go outside. Then you open the door. It's raining, and he's just like, what the fuck is this? And it felt like he blamed us <laughs> for the fact that he couldn't go outside. Like He was extra pissed off at us, really touchy, and he started batting at Natalie in the middle of the night when she would... When she'd be sleeping, she kind of would move slightly and he just he would get really violent. And he he woke us up a couple of times getting like, you know, swipey and clawy because I think he was on a hair trigger because he was pissed off about the rain. <laughs> I mean, I would call you a fucking idiot, but I think you're absolutely right. No, it's exactly what's going on. See, Marv wants to go outside. The thing is, Holiday and Greg never even want to go out. They never even try to escape or anything like that, like cats have had in the past do. Is it escape? But um, It's an escape. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But uh, well, the, gra- it's an the greatest You've seen escape? Adam's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I do, I will do this on a, if it's like pouring rain. That's when, if the cats are close to the door, I will open it and be mm. like, "You guys want to go outside?" Because it just makes them terrified of the outdoors. Yeah, and they'll never want to run away. That, so they think that the whole world is just a that. torrential downpour, twenty four seven. It's like it, we're living on Saturn. It's just like nineteen <laughs> stor- storms converging. Some fucking twister that no one can fucking take a picture Tell of. Tell me what else you know about Saturn. Rings. Uh huh. <laughs> great burgers. Great wrestler. <laughs> That's right. Oh my God, Perry Saturn. Yeah, the best. Yeah. I have it this week in cat. Oh, I forgot. Okay. You guys reminded me. I had time to think during your guys's. Uh, so we 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 have a dog also. Sorry. And um, end woof, of the, woof. yeah, yeah. Uh, end of the night. You know, I don't know, midnight or so. We take them for the last walk in our neighborhood. And uh, we were walking in the neighborhood. We, coyotes are a problem. You know, we see coyotes, little packs of coyotes every now and again. And we were walking, and Deirdre goes, I saw a coyote. We got to we gotta stay close to the dog, right? It just went behind that car. And I looked over, and I, I th- saw a flash. I saw a flash of the coyote behind the car. And we were kind of slowly walking by it, uh, waiting for him to come through. And, uh, you know, as we were waiting, all of a sudden, big fat orange cat comes out of it. Ooh. And uh, it wasn't a coyote. Big fat orange cat. Good for wow. That was fun. Was he ter- ferocious, terrifying? Nope, had a little bell on his collar, and uh, that's right. Oh, he w- so he was a person's cat. He was but person's he was cat. still he was still chasing a roadrunner and mm-hmm. like trying to yeah. go through a big black hole mm-hmm. in the wall. He mm-hmm. thought he was a coyote, I think. and then yeah. killed my dog. Oh, <laughs> hey! Well, this one big fat orange cat is for you. We have quite a topic, folks. We're talking about cat love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danny. Does Marv love you? Unconditionally, I think. <laughs> but that's the question, right? Is like, Except when it's raining. Yeah, well... The so only condition would be when it's raining. There are conditions. I mean, he wants things from me. I don't think that that means that we're not best friends, that my, we don't love each other. My wife wants things from me. She loves me. Yeah. My wife loves me, right? My wife loves me. Tons of things she wants from me that she can't get from me. She yells when she can't go outside. Very similar. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know who's yelling I enjoy more. But it does feel like it is a question that needs to be asked on this podcast. It needs to be really delved into. Can cats love? Is it love or is it, you know, the desire for food or comfort or what what have you? What is the depth of your relationship with your cat? Well, I think that uh, Moji definitely loves me. Uh, but my caveat there, and this is like a big asterisk, I might fall under the... This is for you guys to convince me otherwise, uh-huh. but I don't think that cats can love. 
That's Ooh, huge. Wow. That's really the subject well, that we're trying to get we're at. We're going to have to define love. Are here, they aren't capable? We? I think that we have a relationship, but our definition of love is sort of like the definition of a soul. And I, I do encourage anyone to go listen to our insane souls episode. Yeah, yeah. the souls episode probably pretty crazy to do at, at episode six or whatever. <laughs> but we got to the bottom of <laughs> it. And now that's settled. And uh, I just think that it's a, it's a, I think it's human business love yeah. mm-hmm. and beyond that it is just like there is like partnership and friendship and i think there's reli- like mutual reliance so there's a relationship and it's no no less than but i don't know if i'd call it love well i think uh, i love her oh i love, you my love cat. mochi yeah, you i love the cat because i'm a, i'm a human throw that right. on the record i love my mochi um so you're saying it's unrequited love. It's unrequited love. Well, I think Adam had a a, a good suggestion, mm-hmm. and I do think that we have to define the word love a little bit here, right? And really maybe just define what human love is, and then we can kind of deduce whether or not cats have the ability. I agree with that. I don't want to go first, by okay. the way. This is a hard question. Adam. I know. It's not like we've thought this going in, but let's start somewhere. Let's just throw this out and say this isn't my final definition. Yeah, either, let's, no. you give us the, the basics. For the sake of this argument, let's start with some sort of deep attachment. Is that going to start? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Now it is. Now, now I, that I realize. I think attachment has to do something with the with love i guess but you might be just pushing into just anxiety and 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 codependency codependency is you know can be confused for love you know because it has to be a truly enjoys this other being right Mm, wants to be around uh chooses you over anyone else i would say or at least like the feeling that they have for you is is the pinnacle of emotion that's positive yeah. that well, that person that you can, can have create. towards I another. I yeah. don't know if that's the truth, really, about love, because there is different shades of it. There are the ways that... Fifty uh, shades, from of what course. I hear. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. um, well, of course. We'll get into all those shades <laughs> in the second half. I could have named my cat Fifty Shades of Grey, because he's of white all the way until dark gray. Wow. That would, people <laughs> would really have arrested you for something very free. Is there a shortening version of that? Like fifty fitty? Greg. Yes. Mm. So Greg. Greg. <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> fifty shades of Greg. You're right. Yeah. Um, that actually works really well. Pretty good. So, okay. There are the ways that we love our spouses, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how we love our siblings. I know true. Some of us. That's true. It's how I love <laughs> Nick's siblings. Hey, come yeah. on now. Um, um, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, and I'm not trying to be funny there, but like the way you love your dad is not the way you love your yeah. wife. No, no, no. Like, and I'm not even trying to be like goofy. I would with, argue, like, you know, fuck your dad. But it's it's more of the I clearly love my dad. The, I sh- don't show it at all. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's romantic. Th- th- that's what's interesting is that. So you're obviously just drawing the line between familial love and romantic, romantic love. love, right? But here's the thing. I'm not going to call it romance, but it's intimate. Y- but it's affectionate. Yes, it's affectionate. The relationship that you have with your cat, and I and there's an argument that it's more affectionate. So you're about it... to say dad. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no fucking way, dude. I I didn't even know how to hug somebody <laughs> until I was 25. <laughs> so and that was Marv, and it was just another cat at the time. It was a it was a cat. And I think that there's an argument that what you have with cats is affection. It's affectionate, and it is like intimate. So there's something there. It's definitely like more intimate than it would be with my siblings or my 
I don't know if I'd say my mom, but my dad, for sure. <laughs> I talk to my cat for an hour or two a day. I talk to my dad for four minutes a week. <laughs> That's a lot, That's actually. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Uh, Mary and I have a fun joke where every time you get off a phone call with your dad to check the time to see how long the call was. And it's all, I've had one that was like 45 seconds, and it felt like a full conversation. Oh, so I will say that I talk to my dad once every two months, maybe, but it's for a, a good solid 15 minutes. So we wow. might actually be at the same yeah, Level. See, I have like a required phone call from my father. It's not required. It just ended up that way. It happened <laughs> during the pandemic and it has not. My dad is a divorced guy yeah. who lives uh, by himself. So like, how he, did he deal with the death of Jimmy Buffett? By the way, not good. <laughs> not good. I'm still getting pictures and lyrics. But <laughs> same song. It's Margaritaville every time he sends a lyric. Um, no, they hate pa- Parrotheads. Hate Margaritaville. Yeah. It's, no, it's right, right. We right. were zooming over the pandemic. Over when the pandemic was getting, we were like, all right, let's do a family zoom every every weekend or whatever. And so it would be. Uh, and we, we had the free Zoom that d- goes till 40 minutes. Right. And Perfect. the first couple times, it would be like, oh, we got a minute left. And by the end of it, we'd be at like 29 minutes. And we'd be <laughs> like, well, I think we're pretty caught up. Yeah. <laughs> if only there was rollover minutes on and this thing. Even that conversation, like, we're still not tired of our cats yet. No. That's the thing is, like, I want to see Marv every single day. I want to see him in the morning. I want to see him at night. So I, you love your cat. I, I mean, I think we all are going to just I, say right now we love our cats. Well, I think I think we all love our cats, but I think really what we're just finding out right now is we love our cats more than our than dads. our families. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I would I'd take the whole family. I would say that I know how to love my cat more than I know how to love right. My so dad. I actually did have this conversation. Man, that was fucking deep. Yeah. Well, no, it look, is. I just talked God, about we're this. only fifteen Me minutes. Me and this, my cat didn't stop talking for a few months because of the Israel Palestine conflict. Sure. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so I I did, did discuss this with my therapist, and maybe we've talked about this on the show. But about how much easier it is to lavish affection on your cat because there's no risk involved in giving someone your love. Right. You usually, when it's a human, you don't know how they'll react or you just are trained to feel like there's some kind of a, you know, a, a Rubicon that you're crossing or something with the just, you know, the risk that you're taking. But cat, they can't do anything about it. What's he going to do? It's going to meow at me or push me off of him he does that anyway i just grab him again yeah and they also always sort of come to you with the same vibe you know like like i was hanging out with my cat all day today um and you know i told her i loved her about four or five times (laughs) like i never have to ever ask my cat if like are you mad about something why are we weird right now (laughs) yeah why is it so weird every time i say i love you to natalie i feel like there's a 50 percent chance that she's gonna be like what are you doing? Yeah, it's like you don't even with these people who I I assume we love next in line, mm-hmm. which is our our partners here. Yeah, you know, it's still kind of like I don't really know exactly who I'm approaching. <laughs> yeah, you don't right know now. what's going on. I love my wife so much. And when I'm on the road, like if I'm traveling somewhere, I miss my wife. I do miss my wife on the third day. Right. The first day going back in the hotel, I just wish I'd open the door and my cat would be there on the bed. <laughs> snuggle up wouldn't you be a little upset though because like, you have to go out and, and do shows and you want to go get some food at whatever city you're in like greg really can't come along on that journey would you be upset he had to hang out in a hotel room the whole time i he's better he's better off at home greg likes my wife a lot too yeah. by the way he uh she tells me how much he misses me right. which is very nice um 
but um, he's you know you he's good at you had one of those uh, shoulder cats you can take in public. Yeah. Oh yeah, I there wish. are those people. I've seen it. The I Venice wish. Beach original right there. Yeah. Although guy, I did see it in Lower guy, East Side quite a bit as well. There's a guy right in Atwater around here that I don't I haven't seen him in a bit, but he would hang out at uh, the exit of Fletcher and the and the and the two, mm-hmm. and basically he was just like. A guy who had a cat on his shoulders and he was holding sign, just looks scruffy looking dude. So I was working at I was working in catering at the time. It was like six, seven years ago. Catering. Like, uh, catering. Catering. Mm-hmm. No, it was about, unfortunately it was just uh the saddest version of it. I, I don't even want to make it fun. Saddering. <laughs> Saddering. <laughs> we kind of lose the meaning there, but, but that's, the fu- that's kind of part the of the guy showed up to a wedding huh. as a magician. Oh. And he was going around doing magic tricks. The <laughs> The cat was on his shoulders. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a great act. And honestly, it's we got to get him on the pod. Yeah. Yes, of course. To me, that's the only explanation for a guy who has a cat on his shoulder at all times. And it just made me like happy that he had a way to make a little money. Of course, and it was just like ah, he's like right. us. He's a performer. It's got to yeah. be tough to be a, a magician. Sometimes now, you just have to wander the streets. You went to a wedding that had a magician. Yeah, I think it was just like a guy that roamed around. He did tricks. He might have not was, been invited. <laughs> was, it, was it two eight-year-olds getting married? <laughs> Uh, that you know, Adam's comment did bring me to a, I think the most important question for this part of the podcast, which is, who do you think your cat loves more, or whatever word we're using for the interim? Well, let's just call it love. Love right now. for we now. Have, we haven't really been a- able so far to define. We'll what get that there. We will get there. Zach, three to one. And I have a game. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. That's um, true. I have a game. We have later that might clear things up. For okay, us a good. Bit. So in the meantime. Who do you think your cat loves more, you or your partner? Well, I got an easy. I got two cats, right? And one of them was mine, who I adopted, and the other one was my wife's, who she adopted before we were together. And both of the cats like both of us, but it's clear mm. that gr- I'm Greg's dad, and Deirdre is Holiday's mom. Um, both of them will approach either of us and climb up on us and purr and whatever, but uh, they uh, they clearly have. There's a, a there's an Olsen twins movie and I don't remember the name. Nick, you might be able to help with this. It takes two. It New York Minute. This is a very <laughs> it's an it takes two situation oh, where guess. like you know they're trying to get their parents together and yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, is that the parent trap or no? It takes two. It takes is, two is, the is Olsen like a weird twins. Yeah, version. Of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's the dad from uh, the nanny. That's all I know about. That oh. is the dad from the nanny. <laughs> British, and that's why it's interesting because he's a, British. He's uh, I don't know. Some of these facts just burrow in your head, and that's faxoplasmosis. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Catsoplasmosis. No, he nailed it. Oh. <laughs> all right, pause. So we can edit out Adam's uh, button, and we pause. Uh, all right, so we. I will call it love for now. Who does your partner love more? I'm going to go ahead and say that my partner loves Mary. I mean, Mary. <laughs> no, I like that. Freudian my slip partner, there. my partner Mochi loves Mary more <laughs> is a funny thing to say. But I argue that that's mostly because Mary is warmer and always has an electric blanket. See, mm. I mean, this is where we're really getting to the bottom of things because yeah. I have treats in my pocket. Uh, hey, I can't, I <laughs> yes. can't pretend like he, uh, he knows I got treats. But in how my come pocket? it doesn't work on holiday? I'm always getting photos of my cat crawling up and sleeping on my uh, fiance Ashley. Always. She's not really sleeping on me. Ashley's always laying down, like I, I you know. But I yeah. get, I get looked at in my house, like oh, I don't see her doing this to you. You know, we have mm. like a very because our wives aren't moving. They're not moving. They're <laughs> laying down. They're basically for like very sweet furniture. And yeah. how qu- quiet, quiet. Oh, yeah. If I'm not home, 
Nothing is on. Nothing. Oh. Here's the deal. I'm a, I'm a grown man, red-blooded American man. I'm a breadwinner. I need to work. I'm constantly pacing. I'm constantly thinking about, you know, what business I'm going to start. I'm sweating all the time. <laughs> You're always on the too. phone with your money people. Someone's yeah. got to pay for the the fancy cat meds and food that are going to keep Mochi alive for the next <laughs> thousand years. Uh, you should get one of those like uh, cryogenic on- tra- chambers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. One of those like Ari Gold earpieces where you just press it and there's another guy on the other line. What? Yeah, I just I think that close to that. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. I don't even understand why he. Why would Zach need that? <laughs> Because he's a uh, such a businessman, a mover oh, okay. and a shaker. I'm a mover and a shaker. His business And honestly, partners. I will say that's probably why Moach isn't around me. I'm moving and shaking. Moving so and literally much. shaking. Those, are, uh, the, those who, are the DTs, though. So, uh, how, about, <laughs> how about you? I think I'm... I, I mean, the short answer is me. Come on, spit it out, <laughs> The asshole. short answer... <laughs> Which was pretty short. Didn't even have much pre- preamble. He we took a second, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> The short answer is me, but I think um, there's two different segments of the day to look at during the day there i'm number one whenever i'm doing something like it's clear marv wants to be close to me and he wants to curl up with me and he loves being around me and i'm his favorite at night though when it's time for bed he does go over to natalie's side of the bed and sleeps with her and sleeps like a baby like the paws around the neck like holding each other so she believes a little jealous I'd Not be really, because I'd I be don't want to sleep like that. I don't mm. want to sleep on my side. She gets, she has painful here's, here's, sciatica from this. Here's what I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm seeing Marv sees you as the daddy, uh huh, and sees uh, Natalie as a sibling. <laughs> we gotta talk. I about like that. Natalie's sciatica, She's man. Got bad sciatica <laughs> from this. I don't know, but they're, it started after Marv. I'll say that. This is crazy, dude. <laughs> also, it, like, you've talked about this sleep position. Literally last week, we talked right, about this. Right, right. I still, like, arms around the neck? Yeah. I'm still not too sure like about f- this position. Oh, I mean, I'm, each sure, other? I'm sure many of our, yes, I'm sure <laughs> many of our female listeners can can relate to this because they do really sleep in a very maternal position. Wait, 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 wait. Marv's? Legs are around her neck. Well, pa- front paws. Not okay. leg. He's not okay, like. It's as <laughs> if they're like slow dancing, but they're laying on their sides. Yes. How yes. close are their mouths <laughs> to each other? He's got like he's got like cheek to cheek some of the times. Yeah. I mean, you'll have to ask That's her. That's kind of nice, but I, mean, I couldn't hold that position. She doesn't look like he's like, like burrowed into her and neck. Get a sciatica. <laughs> Does he look like yeah. he's trying to strangle her and he just fell asleep? No, he's like he is just very comfortable. That's how he wants. That's how cats slept. With their, you know, mommy cats or their sibling cats. That's pretty sweet. But so that's that's a level of love that I haven't attained, and I don't want that. But every other part of the day... Sounds like he wants yeah, it. Every, yeah, I want no, it. I don't, because every other part of the day, he's my boy. And Natalie, he's, he constantly snubs Natalie to come over to me, and he makes so much more of a ruckus when she's in the house and I'm gone than when... We're together and she's out of the house. I like have, he clearly is more angry when I leave. I have to say something that we all stumbled upon, and I just want to call it out: is that we spent a brief moment in this podcast talking about how hard it was to talk to our dads, <laughs> and then we're basically just all revealed that we're the dads in our cat uh, relationships, yeah. and we're like, I don't want that type of affection. I don't know how I'll get it. But this is literally fine. cats in the cradle. So let me get into. <laughs> Some of the facts that I've learned, I don't know if they're facts, oh, but well, these hold are on, the hold things on. to know. I didn't really get asked that last question. I thought you would. I thought you no, felt good about it. No, his ways on are more, but I think it's like 
just because they're they're laying down and they're being they're being walked all over and having to like you don't think it's love no i think it's convenience i think it's warmth i think lily loves me more what is the evidence the evidence is she knows i'm the guy who feeds her so then it is just a transaction no i'm not too sure because like I don't know. I love my mom, and she fucking fed me the most. You know, like I, there is something about like yeah. being a provider in that way to be a like, consistent... wow, this fucking guy is gonna feed me like forever. There's a consistency keep... to being a provider. I like don't that. have to that fight is the basis this of guy the to eat today. Like this is pretty fucking rad. Now, is it is it like you're the dad and she's the child, or does she see you as a fellow cat who you guys are kind of like? You know, two cats looking out for each other. If I was a fellow cat and we were two cats looking out for for each other, I should kick her ass because (laughs) she's doing nothing. She's providing nothing for me except for me when I'm like upset at work. I look over and I go, oh, look at this little fucker. I love her, man. She is providing. For me, like the benefit is what I perceive as unconditional love. Having love on tap in the house 24-7 if I want it. I, if I'm if I'm feeling lonely, if I'm feeling depressed, I'll wake that cat up from I a dead sleep. I don't love the way you're talking about this. It sounds a little <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, you just want it on fucking demand. I'm brother. just glad to have it. You know, this is <laughs> on tap. The way he said on, they tap. are willing. Uh, they, not will. They are kind of able to do that though. They don't yeah. have as many complicated problems in their heads as we do so i can go wake up greg from his nap that he's been sleeping 20 hours during the day because we know he we know from the other episode he's not in a deep sleep he's ready to get up at any time i can get up with i I can get greg up i can hold him he'll start purring he's i I know he's into it also um i play with him i'm the only one in the house who like plays with him i get out toys he's like a like we have like a friendship also a loving friendship who rescued who that's what I'd like to ask. It's a good question. A great question. <laughs> good yeah. question. One of our podcasts should be called Who Rescued Who? <laughs> and we'll just get a whole bunch of people who have said that earnestly. I'll just interview them about how bad their lives are. <laughs> I mean, I basically said it just now. Like, he's, you know, he made my life way better, more so than any wife could ever have done. Wow. No, of course I don't mean yay, that. Yay, I yay. don't think you would have taken in Marv if Natalie wasn't That's in the home. She'll, tell you, she'll be the first yeah. to read the right act to me for saying that she didn't exactly. she didn't make the ultimate decision to to bring in marv though it was it had to be both of us so i i called the last vote i want to i think and they call that the ultimate solution right in your house <laughs> the final, final solution the final yeah. solution. <laughs> that's what you're going for oh, the final countdown of course yeah. I, uh, that would have been a cuter get those name confused. for the holocaust <laughs> sometimes when i'm singing that song i get them confused yeah <laughs> the hitler's final, final countdown. solution it worked <laughs> so well <laughs> Did Hitler kill cats? Of course. Yeah, yeah he was like a bad he guy. Did. No, we, he was a dog guy. He was a dog guy. But I think that would be worth research. I think any he war also killed cats. Any mm. war, especially World War II, there was some cataral damage. I'm trying cattle to go. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah stick it. with that. Danny's got to get kicked out of this podcast. <laughs> to <laughs> replace with Pat. Yeah, he was a part of the Cat Six of Evil. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Um, okay, uh, so we've all sort of talked about w- whether we think that our cats love us or our partners more. But I mean, that can't be the only... Is there any science behind this, Dan? There is uh, research on how cats express love, which is what we're calling it right now. These are things that cats do that are, I feel like, completely independent of just the transaction of feeding them or, you know... Uh, 
getting stuff done for you know cleaning their litter box and things like that. I think these are things that cats do just to show you they're happy and that they like you. At the very least, it's a like, maybe even a like like. Which, by the way, I'll say, like that's how I've determined that. My cat loves me. And I'm famous. I am famous <laughs> for, not really famous, but for having a stand-up bits in the past. Anybody got cats? Yeah, yeah. You love your cats? Yeah, I love my cat too. You got to know your cat doesn't love you back though, right? You have to know that. People love their cats so much. Your cat loves you until he's fed in the morning. As soon as your cat is fed, they turn into like the ghosts from Super Mario Brothers. As soon as your back is turned, they're trying to murder you. That's what's happening. It's not true. And then I had my cat. And I completely disagree. That's but, when you know. But I base it on uh, my, this is the first cat, this cat, after he's fed, after he's taken care of, still chooses to come over. Right. And I, I imagine, we'll see, we'll go through your list. I imagine, I imagine he's going to show some of these behaviors. Well, so the, the number one, um, I don't know if we've had this conversation on pod, but this is probably the biggest one that they look at is the slow blink. It's a well-known I'm looking at you, Zach. Didn't know this. Well-known cat affectation. It's basically a kiss. I've been slow blinking at my cat for years. This so, is the real. Like this. this it's really like. Well, well and have you seen Mochi do like a like just kind of a lazy blink at you? I mean, she's I mean, like she's, about to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally looking over. The, she's doing that to the toaster right now. Yeah. Right? Well, she, you know, she's seeing. She love you or fading spirits at the moment. Yeah. So don't walk toward the light mode. Yeah. Mode. She's <laughs> seeing old family members who have long passed. Now yeah. that's the ring light. Yeah. Mode. I don't love that we set up this ring light directly in front of Mojo, and she's walking toward it. Come oh, on, no. Mojo. With she's, a noose. Why does she have a noose? Oh my God. She's handing it to us. <laughs> Four of them. She wants us to go with her. I don't know, guys. That's how. Sounds like love to me. <laughs> but this is the way that I think you can communicate with your cat as well. And maybe that's when we talked about it. But this is a way that cats understand that you're saying I love you too, is you give them the slow blink back. Because it shows trust in the way that cats always need to have one eye open. They're always looking around. They're always checking their surroundings. The slow blink is showing like, hey, I don't need to be guarded around you. So that's what it is. They're yeah. just like, look how lazy my eyes. I'm just barely like, even I don't looking even, around. Right I'm now. not even worried about any predators coming into our space because I love you and you're going to protect us. So it does seem like a, a lot, you know, through other episodes, it does kind of add up to me. Cats want to feel safe. This is, there's a lot of all of this stuff is basically like I'm showing you that I trust you and that you're not going to hurt me. Because we talked about uh, did we talk about I guess we talked about eating or either bathing one of the two. Mm-hmm. But we talked about when uh, the cats are cleaning themselves and, uh, you know, they go into a little safe area to clean themselves after they eat. Mm-hmm. But if a cat loves you or feels safe around you, really, they may clean themselves right in front of you because they feel like. They feel you're like you got this. You, you got the, you're it's on. It's not unlike you. how we're wearing trashy sweatpants or something by <laughs> our partners. Like, you know, sure. I'm right. willing to walk around without a shirt every now and then. And I sure. wouldn't do that around you guys. So I, I mean, like yeah. I do bottomless. I don't know about you yeah, guys. Yeah, one it's long shirt. We need to poo it. Just a little turtle head popping Listen, out. The idea of you just walking around and your dick is soft and you don't have <laughs> pants or underwear on and there's another person in the room yeah. and you're not immediately like running away or screaming or something. That's I mean, love, that's, that's love, baby. baby. That's, that's love. love. No, I love being butt yeah. naked at home uh, with, uh, with the wife walking around. Here's a big question. <laughs> and she fucking loves it too. Do you fart in front of your wife? 
I do. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I'm supposed to get three a year with rollovers, but... <laughs> Wait a minute. Is there a rule in your household? Like We've, we established rule? this early on. We were like, all right, it's getting out of control. The farting is out of control. Let's... On your end yes. or both of on you? On my end. Well, okay. It's got to be his end. I mean, and, uh, it would be a burp if it I, I know yeah, which no. end. <laughs> I have a question for you. Uh, if you farted at the in, like on New Year's Eve, at the end of a year, into the new year, can you split it or does it count on the previous year? Man, I, I am... Ugh. I just want to try to trick you. It's into funny because we New were Year's farting. We were her. farting at <laughs> instead of kissing. We were farting. She had COVID this New Year's, so uh, she was farting a lot. I probably farted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a, actually a leap year. It was one or the other. It's a leap year, so you know, on the on the 29th of this month, you yeah. could just fart as much as you yeah, want. Yeah, you get an extra day of farting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let it all out. Oh hell yeah! Now, why was there a question there? I just, think there's that speaks to the trust level. That is a level of, that's a a love and an intimacy that humans experience that I feel like is a good barometer of what love now, is. Now, I try not to, though. You try not to I because not you're to. considerate of her because she doesn't That's like respect. being farted around. Uh, I just assumed she didn't like being farted around. I would say that she doesn't care that much. But, but she's I, not cutting them willy-nilly I think she house. tries not to. But, you know, we're all, like, smashed into one another. and so I'm too Southern for it. I don't do things that. Are, well, things are slipping out here and there. But, like... Yeah, I think there's, you know, there's a comfortability, but like it's also like how comfortable do you want to be in front of somebody you love? They well, may not a, love you. That's again. actually and I That's I'm not comfortable um you know, there's something about knowing the true nature of man and how disgusting we are, and I feel like every day I'm in a battle to not let that side win. Mm-hmm. And I think if I'm just fully farting in front of my wife, then I'm not being the best version of myself. <sighs> you're you're, this... you're right. We are li- I mean, my line is uh, there's there's no pooping with the door open. That on the oh for, for I, I I lock the door and she's not trying to same, come in. Same same. I I, uh, I go to the Starbucks down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a house where my dad. You wake up every morning and the door is wide open. My dad's got the weather radio on and it's just. I mean, the sound is is throughout the whole house. It was just machine gun farts every day and it was insane. With my mom walking around too, like she didn't care. I'll never be that comfortable. And I've definitely wait, wait. been. He sh- he was shitting with the door open. <laughs> yep. Wait and a minute. They're still married. <laughs> no, a lot of people do. Hold yeah. on. I really. So you were you saw you've seen your dad take a full on shit. <laughs> uh, a thousand times. <laughs> and honestly, uh, I can't say in my adult life, like since I've been home, he ha- like because I'm just not walking around the house like I was back then. But like, I, I don't think he would care now. Right. Seeing I, an older man take a huge uh, dump, though, is something The different. weather radio is the thing I remember the most from it. <laughs> That's just, just what, what is there to look yeah. well, at? What's uh, he listening it's, to? It's dark and stinky over here in <laughs> yeah. the bathroom right now. Uh, I don't want to bring 100% every, chance you know, of you seeing my dick when I wipe my ass. It's mudslides. I don't want to bring everything back to Vanderpump Rules, which we some of us like to do, but Jax Taylor... Notorious open door shitting yep. policy that you discussed like a lot during the reunion. I don't like it. Yeah, no, we were a closed door shitting house, and and I I am still a closed door shitting. I, house. I, I am too. Um, fart wise, I'm not going to bring Natalie into this. I'll just say on my <laughs> end, it's bombs away. And really, and it's just I have nothing but respect how things for are. I will say that I, this is complicated by the fact that I drink about three gallons of coffee a day. And I also just like have no sense of what I should be eating. So I will like every now and then just turn my body weird and it'll happen. <laughs> and I will. T- and to this day, I will do what my mom always did growing up. 
is I will do a little joke about how the floor is a little creaky. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'll just make up a lie and Parking pretend spiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It never happened. My dad used to cough over it. He would fart, <laughs> and then two seconds later, he'd be like, oh. <laughs> That's I was, that was a great yeah. bit. It's a great bit. It is fun. So let me get through the rest of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is too much are, fart stuff for the These are the, 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 the ways podcast. that cats, which is ostensibly this podcast, this is how they <laughs> express love to you. Another one, a trust thing, showing their belly. That's a big trust. I trust you. I love you. Um, How so does that manifest? Like a full-on, like they lift their the air? they lift their yeah. shirts. Moch would roll over. rolling. <laughs> so rolling is the biggest one. And Marv will actually like roll onto me. Like he'll mm. roll. He'll like lean onto me, yeah. and then he'll like turn and start to roll. Now I feel yes. like with Marv, I love that move. With it's Marv, it's got to be like a Krav Maga thing where he <laughs> fights from his back. Yeah. Now this is like, he's a lover and a fighter. He's Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, there's also uh, sleeping near you. We talked about purring. Obviously, is an easy one. I got so a combo. My cat will sleep on me. Like he'll at night uh, when I'm in bed, lean on my leg Fart while he yeah, while <laughs> while he's cleaning himself mm-hmm. and purring and uh, farting and uh, rubbing his nipples. This guy may love you. I don't I think know. He loves me. Um, and then there's some ones that are just kind of interesting. I think they're um, meowing. Obviously, can be annoying, and it can be for a lot of different reasons. But the main reason is your cat is just trying to talk to you. Like they they think you guys have a relationship where this isn't just about food. This is like I just like this guy. Not all the meows are like I need something. Sometimes it's just like hey, "Hey, I just want to tell you what I what happened to me today. You know, hey, I saw this really interesting bird earlier. Is that true in your house? I think. 20% 20% of the time, okay. it's casual conversation, and then the rest I'm is give seeing, me something. I'm not seeing Lily really y- y- be vocal when she's just chilling. The meow in my household is I want. Is, I want is, one. Is me, 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 Is me, I me, want me. you. I'm getting, I need to use this other trick yeah. to get you to look down at me. Right. And, and me- I'm never looking at a meow and being like, look how how sweet she is over there meowing. <laughs> Do you ever there act is... like it though? Sometimes like I'll walk over Greg will be by his dish and he just wants to yell at me for food but right. he'll go like <laughs> a loud one and I'll go I know dude. Yeah, I yeah, of course, know. Yeah. Of course I'm talking fun. back as if we know what we're talking about because I do know what we're talking about <laughs> and it's give me that fucking food. Marv will do he just did it today after his meal. He meowed for me to come into the bed to put him to sleep. <laughs> for his post-meal nap and so i went to over to the bed and he jumped up on the bed and he gave me like a loving meow to be like thank you this is what i wanted i appreciated the dinner and i wanted you to come put me to bed and you got what i was saying and so he so meow okay so was there a difference in the vocal tone it's lower and it's sweeter i don't know if there's a way to to quantify that but it was like a sweeter sound yeah Okay. Less yeah. needy. Because you've shown us videos of Marv where he's yelling. I, I have a very annoying Marv meow yes. that I that I sent to you guys. And it's a you know that's a definitely not a loving. No, no. it's uh, it's, he's a, a ta- he's, it's needy. He's I just want to smack being him. a bossy cat. But that's love. You want to smack the person sometimes. Um, <laughs> and then the bigger one, I think we all know this one: headbutting. Yes. They're trying to get their bunting. scent on. You. Yeah, bunting. Is it bunting or butting? I believe it's bunting. I think it's bunting. Right. Well, bunting is meant to put their scent on you. Because in their world, it's uh, assigning you a spot in their pack or kind of, you know, tagging you, owning you yeah. a little bit. Like, this is my human. My cat is so, like, just defenseless, silly. 
just feels like if I put her outside, I'd never see her again. Like I'd put her outside, and she would just be like dead, like on a like like on a on my doorstep. Yeah, like, would she move? Like I'd eighteen feel... seconds later, your cat's you know? frozen in seventy-two yes, degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> and so the idea that she would run over to me and like rub her head on me and be like, "Don't worry, I got you. You're in my pack now." Is just like, "Okay, bro. Like, <laughs> sure, thanks. You got it, kid." Um, and then the, the last couple um, bring you presents. We've talked about that. Well, they'll bring you dead things. Um, they just want to kind of pay their way. So it is a form of rent. And then uh, try giving my landlord a dead cricket. I, yeah. And, and not it, in this housing market. And then he said, Adam, paying on time? It's going to be at least four dead crickets mm-hmm. in L.A. real estate. Go uh, back to bunting. My cat, so my cat will jump on my. Ch- I mean, his main. He mostly will do it when he jumps up on my chest if I'm laying on my back, which he does if I'm going to bed a lot of times. Um, and we call it face smashing mm-hmm. in our house because both cats will do it. Holiday's funny because she'll do it to both of us, but she'll do it to Deirdre more. She will try to put her whole head in Deirdre's mouth, like she is just sure. trying to force it in, which is very funny. Greg smashes his forehead into my face whether it's my forehead or my nose so hard yeah. he's done it to my nose so hard I, I was sure i was gonna get a bloody yeah like before. you're you but kinda, i love it it's like that feeling when you get like of shock when yeah you get hit in the yeah. face you're like whoa like, i didn't know you go that hard is if it you're like, on your phone or got a book or something right. he will just go right through it and just like i mean he'll knock it out of your hands and then it's just that's face like into face that's a form of love that also reminds me of a relationship which is like <laughs> yeah. why aren't you paying attention to me yes. you're always on your phone yeah deirdre will come over and like kind of hug me from behind or like kiss me on the head or something and i'm like I, like while i'm working on my computer mm. and it'll be like if i interrupt you during your thing it's a big <laughs> thing but you interrupt but it's also so nice it's like it's what am nice. i complain it's about a... the nicest thing in the world love on so. tap baby yeah yeah i think like it's interesting because i i think i have about as much in me for my cat as i do ashley as far as like like uh hugging and stuff like because <laughs> like you know it's so funny you know i think i think we we talk about cats we try to learn about cats but really i think we may learn a little about ourselves i mean this is no, therapy for if me. we're gonna get into uh, <laughs> am i showing more affection towards my cat or my wife who <laughs> listens to this podcast more than your wives uh I'm in trouble. Like, I know I'm just, it's so much easier. That's it's what I'm so saying. much easier to go to pick up Greg and squeeze him and give him a kiss. Uh, not because it's not because I don't love to do that to my wife, but there is a, there is a like, uh, I don't know. It's just easier. Why be jealous of the cat? I, have, I, I, I was going to say, I have a threshold for both, really. Like, mm-hmm. I the space will, in your heart. Yes. Ashley seems to be able to sit in that one position and have. Lily on her chest purring and she's like Ashley's like reading something on her phone for a while or on her Kindle or whatever and for me when that happens I give Lily about until I get like the third uh dribble of spit on my shirt and I'm like (laughs) I'm like all right bro you know like I have to clean my dribble off my shirt and get (laughs) this cat off of me I I just like uh, I don't want to be dominated in any real way, but I allow it to happen for a while. And honestly, like a long hug feels the same way to me, like where I'm like, 
there is, I'm always the first person to be like, okay, we've done it. You know, like, <laughs> I get it. We did this. We, we hugged. I that call, means we're in love. And I call it now Nick's first one to quit the pot. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, okay. I think okay. we can safely agree. I'm going down with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did buy gear. So you now you're, gear. you've got some sunk costs. It, it would be hard to find another guy to press those buttons. Yeah, too. But hard. seriously, let me know when you guys are done. I'd like to get back to talking about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really only have one more question. Uh, to generate a little bit of conversation, which is, do you think your cat is going to mourn you when you die? Is that a level of love that you think Ooh. your cat can experience? This is only... The idea that Lily's going to outlive me yeah. is crazy. All right, I but never let's thought say, it. hypothetically, <laughs> you died. Uh, would Lily be there at your would funeral? There, would there be some loss? Let me run some facts by you. Greg will so, be a wreck. Gre- Greg, I, I Greg won't be able to handle it. Well, let me let me run some facts first. So... Um, a study in 1996, which is the most recent study I could find. <laughs> but the last I think it time they up. funded a cat-related study. Yeah, found, I'm pretty sure nothing found that has cats happened in since. chat rooms. <laughs> well, chat yeah, found. I uh, love any study that, that was done. Y2K is imminent. I love every any study that was done before I could jizz. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this came out right as Ninja Turtles 2: Secret of the Ooze premiered. <laughs> So and it was about two years before Nick found the secret to his ooze. <laughs> so, uh, Which is s- also bright fluorescent green. <laughs> and and also done in sewers. <laughs> <laughs> so this 1996 study said that 46% of cats experienced a decrease in appetite after their owner's death. Oh, that's when you know Greg's really sad. And really? 70% had a change in their vocal patterns, which goes either way. Some were more vocal and meowed more. And some and take some, singing lessons. Some got very quiet. <laughs> Sorry, Danny, I'm on fire right now. This decaf hey. coffee's hitting me. <laughs> yeah, I, you're, you're amped, bro. <laughs> you know, when I died, Lily started talking Brazilian. Oh! <laughs> also, many cats changed the area that they slept in. So wow. their sleeping patterns Well, it's hard to sleep too. on you when you're dead. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> Well, it and depends. I mean, is it an uh, open casket or uh, open, open cat? Ca- I, knew uh, I know. I was no, gonna you got it too. That was good. Also, some surviving cats um, became more clingy and affectionate with the people who are also surviving a loss. So I, I they do. become very needy after their owner dies. Well, it feels needy, or they're huddling together because they're a family, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're you know, yeah, they're closing ranks. I, I guess. just know that from if, if I'm out of town for a few weeks or whatever, Deirdre will tell me like, you know, for a while he was he was crying more and looking out the the window and all that stuff, Aww. and you can tell he's a little sad. But uh, after a couple of days, he's he's curling up with her. And don't worry, hun. I put on your clothes <laughs> and I, I made a bunch of farts around the house. And Greg's comfortable. That's what I'll be like, Deirdre. If I die, for Greg's sake, I get, I need you to fart. More. Well, when I'm not home, I'm sure she's farting it up anyway. It's just when I'm home. Deirdre, could you rip a few farts in Greg's <laughs> Greg. face for me, man? Thanks, dude. It I would don't be nice rip if rip him in his face. Ashes if the ashes, butts to butts, babe. <laughs> it would be funny if I'm like, if I'm home with Greg, I'm holding him in because I'm like, I don't want him. I to can't have to wait for this podcast to be called Farts. Because it's <laughs> become the Farts episode, even though hey. we're talking about our own deaths. Hey, brother, that's just pussy boys. <laughs> and that's love. So now, to, now to the floor. Do you guys think that your cat will mourn your death? I, that is actually, um, I, I found myself 
more convinced over the course of this episode than I expected. Zach, and by I, the way, for this scenario to happen, you'd have to slip in the shower tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have 48 hours to die. And, and even that being said, Mochi's only got a, a few weeks of morning, Max. go either way. Yeah. She knows she's going to be up there soon. How's she's Mo- only going to be morning until uh, morning. Hey, uh, Mary, how's Moch doing? Actually, really good. Super strong. <laughs> yeah, eating. She came all the way back. Thick now. She's thick again. I don't. Uh, I think that Mochi would notice. We travel a lot, so I don't know if right, I think of right. all the pets in, the, in in our circle, I feel like Mochi's more prepared for lonesome time. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, "What do these guys go to a fucking national park again? <laughs> Jesus Christ!" <laughs> oh yeah, the pictures look really nice. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> well, I'm glad little, you guys are having fun. Yeah, you took the hairless cat that you got uh, <laughs> going everywhere. Oh, you went to the world's largest twine ball in uh, Des Moines. Well, that does sound Very fun cool. for a cat. Yeah, for a cat. I know. Yeah. You guys are torturing this poor yeah. cat. So, okay, well, let's just say you're gone for a year, right? And yeah. Mary's here. Your son is here. I'd like and to Moch think... And is here. I'd does like Moch give a shit at all? I th- I'd like to think that Moch would give a shit. Again, because I think I'm... I'm. I won't say I'm the linchpin in right. Mochi's life, <laughs> but I am scooping. I'm taking care of some business, and mm. she will feel it. And she will be at a loss. Now, I don't know if that's going to be personal, but her life will feel rocked. Nick? Mm. Mm. Uh, I think she's going to mourn. I have to I have to think that. Because <laughs> if I don't, I might as well just do it right now, guys. <laughs> right in front of you. <laughs> I really do. I mean, uh, you know, what I, I assume will happen is what happens already in our house is that there is a lot of sort of talking through the cat and, like, interpreting what the cat is doing through our own emotions mm-hmm. And I imagine that Ashley will walk around the apartment and go, I know, I miss him too. And then Lily's like, feed me, feed me, feed me. She's like, I know, it's tough without him, you know? So it, it'll and just... And three weeks later, she just dies from lack <laughs> yeah. of nutrition. Yeah, because yeah, Ashley doesn't know where the cans she's, of food are. She's just forgetting <laughs> to feed her. We only have one fucking closet, but she wouldn't look. The litter piling up. Mm. Um, Adam? Adam, I think one of your cats will mourn. I think Greg is mourning me right now. I, I've yeah, been gone for right. an hour and a half, and I think he's probably looking out the window, wondering where I am. And uh, but you, I mean, we've talked about it on the when we when we did the routines episode. Like his routine is rocked, so uh, he will be feeling those effects for a while. Uh, Deirdre will take care of him. Great, she'll she'll make sure he's fed and 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 whatever has everything he needs. But you know, um. I think he's got an awesome. I I don't think I I play with him so much. Uh, I give him all sorts of good attention. No one's gonna give him as many treats as I do because I give him a problematic amount of treats. Yeah. Well, you have a, you have emotional yeah. needs uh, attached to that that uh, you project on. Yeah. Your cat. yeah Holiday though, the other cat. Um, she really and I I I, I joke uh, like I don't like her as much. She's just I don't have the same close relationship I do with her with Greg. She's but a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's I had a stepdad who died. It's not as hard. No, she's just um. <laughs> I I think Holiday uh will be fine in her own little just sleeping twenty three and a half hours of the day. She's and, a um, cat. Uh, when she's up for those fifteen minutes, she's looking for me. She'll be like, ah, he's not. She won't. She'll go back to sleep. Is Holiday morning, dear Deirdre? I it, think so, dude. If Hol- office, I mean, yeah. if 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 something happened to Deirdre, I I I would absolutely take care of Holiday, and I think she would just sleep all day, and you know, give me ten minutes a day that she wanted to be with me. But she would, uh, she'd be pretty devastated, I think, if if something happened to Deirdre. So everybody's got attachment to a cat, yeah. and it's yeah. Danny. We got to know. 
Marv would be devastated. He he hates when I leave for even this podcast. When I leave for the three to five hours that we do this podcast, <laughs> when I leave for the like literally, I was like, Greg, I'm just I'm going, but I'm I'm going. I'm gonna talk about you. I'm gonna be yeah. thinking about you the whole time. I unfortunately yeah. said that to my cat as well. <laughs> <laughs> I sit when I get back, I'm always like, all I did was think about you. I missed you so much. I mean, that's a big. Sometimes I look at too. Lily and I'm like, I'm like, you got nothing for this weekend, cat. You got nothing. <laughs> do I'm something. Do right a backflip. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, Natalie sends me videos all the time of the things that he does when I leave. He paces around, he stands on things that he doesn't normally stand on. He's always looking out the window, like over and over again, meowing. He's just completely out of sorts. Well, so you're for his, me to die. Is yes, man. Uh, let's be honest. We're best friends and best friends do whatever their best friend asks them to I, do. I respect that. Now we know, I think we're pretty confident that we all love our cats. I think it's time for a final answer if we think our Let's just cats, go down the line. Adam? Our cats love us. 100% my cat loves me. Hitting all the marks. Yeah, checked every I think he's checked checked everything on the list. He does all the things whether and I I'm I can get on board with you not being sure if love is the right word for it. The way that I use love with my friends, it's obviously not the same kind of uh uh, spouse, girlfriend, whatever, love. But the way I love friends and uh, family, I, I love my cat like that. And um, I think I am part of his pack. And I think he thinks of me as as close as another being could be. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna define love in those terms and say me and my cat love each other. Okay. Uh, and yes. he's gonna be oh, my sorry. Valentine's <laughs> oh, my Day. God. He's my Valentine's <laughs> Day. My Valentine. <clears throat> okay. Let me so, know if you need any more time. And I just I read a I wrote a poem for him. Yeah. I, I think we start a Patreon just for Adam's long-winded answers. <laughs> You're gonna hear what we cut out of the pod, and you know what's crazy makes for a whole new pod. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think. And Lit- also, just kidding. Uh, you son of a bitch. No, Lily doesn't love me. Next. <laughs> oh, she loves. Uh, no, you. I think I think Lily loves me. I think. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to do a love too. I, I, I'm, I'm all right. Still on the fence. Do some research. I'm unsure. Although I do have a game that's coming up that might help us all. Okay. I think that I'm gonna change my my framework a little bit because ultimately, I I was giving humans too much credit as being special in some way of having some access to love. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, I think we just have the ability to articulate the relationships that we have. And the reality is, like, this is a dependence partnership a friendship it's intimate that's love baby i like that that was beautiful that's and, love. and danny you don't think marv loves you right i think marv <laughs> loves and needs me i think he needs me and then there's a step beyond he that where me. i'm better he than needs me i'm better than any other owner that he's ever had like an abused housewife <laughs> the way uh, he's uh, lo- he loves him he a, loves me he has a very fine. funny way of showing he loves me that's <laughs> yeah. just uh, that's it i just uh, fell down the stairs these scratches <laughs> <laughs> he was upset it was raining all weekend <laughs> he had okay. a tough he had a tough week <laughs> Um, and let's go around and just go in order. Who do you love the most? Your cat, your wife, and your dad. Got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's just put the dad last and call it. And the rest are just kind of up for grips. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, take them. I love you, dad. 
Okay. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> Did oh I say that the first time I ever said that? I'm gonna That's got to be the clip. clip. Of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> and I'm going to send it to my dad and say, this is from both of us. I love this is how the only way we can say we love our dads is is minute 45 yeah. of a On podcast. On a podcast that they, they will not listen to. And then uh, Adam is clearly like cutting up. It's just like, I love you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I can cut that up, too. Um, well, I, I think we really, we really got to the bottom of it here. Or... Did we? Love too. We'll figure it out. Because <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. I have a little game and I'm gonna test you. Yes. Back. So you guys ready for a game? Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. It's time to play America's favorite pussy boys game. It's love or food. If you don't know the game, I will present you with a cat scenario that you may have found yourself in. You will then decide if your cat's motive is love or food, okay? And I'm going to be going around to everybody. They'll get their specific questions. Here we go. <clears throat> Danny, are you ready? I'm ready. Here is the first scenario. Your cat snuggles up to you in the wee hours of the morning. Is that because your cat loves you or because your cat wants food? It's because he loves me. <coughs> Wrong. Ah. <laughs> Wrong. It's because your cat is an animal and it wants food. But he already has food. It's in his bowl. Doesn't right, matter. Brad. We also acknowledge said. that you pressed a button and then went eh, with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk. <laughs> I will keep talking. Oh, oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yes, I did make the buzzer. Is I okay. can tell. You could have just downloaded a buzzer. Totally. Sound I love that. You know what? This is actually, it took me hours and hours to <laughs> this figure this out. This is how the pros do it. <laughs> okay, Zach, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here's your scenario. You're watching the game and your cat enters the room and rubs their cute furry tail around your legs and looks up at you and smiles. Is that because your cat loves you or because your cat wants food? I'm going to go ahead and say my cat loves me. Wrong answer, dickhead. <laughs> Sorry. It's because your cat wants food. Okay, Adam, are you ready? I'm ready. Scenario three. All right. You've entered a room your cat is sleeping in. They wake up, notice you, lock eyes, and slow blink. Is that because your cat loves you or because your cat wants food? Slow blink? I'm going to have to say loves me. You wish, asshole. <laughs> Sorry, it's because your cat wants food. Now, now I'm starting to realize why you only use the meow sound the entire <laughs> I episode. I was like, don't we have a studio audience on there most of the time? And we're I, all I threw out a couple of bad jokes I thought were definitely yeah, I'll tell you what, this, you, you notice how unfunny this podcast is when I don't have a rim shot to play. Um, anyway, do you think you had a good pod? I think this has been a great pod. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. He's back. Scenario number four. Are you ready, Dan? Yeah. Here we go. You come home from a hard day of talking about your cat on a filthy podcast. <laughs> as soon as you open the door, your best friend is there to greet you. It's your cat who meows and purrs as it does happy circles around your feet. Is that because Marv loves you or because Marv wants food? This is tough. This is really tough. I mean, he's already been fed, so I have to say it's because he loves me. You're right. Whoa! Right. You're you're in that specific situation <laughs> because I have no more negative drops. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. 
Are you ready, Zach? I've never been more ready. Okay, here we go. Yes, Steve. You've just fed your cat dinner, <laughs> and they come over to you and rub their cute head on your thigh. Is that because your cat loves you mm. or because your cat wants food? He just got fed, or she just got fed, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, so it's got to be because my cat loves me. Ooh. You wish, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it's because your cat what? is a fatty fat. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last question, Adam. Yeah, let's go. Here we go. This is a tough one. Your cat eats an entire Reese's peanut butter cup, a big cup behind a couch, <laughs> and li- licks it for a couple hours before you then find it again. Is that because your cat loves you or because your cat wants food? Uh, this one, I'm going to guess, uh, my cat seems to be very interested in food. I think he's. I think he wants food. Mm, wrong answer, <laughs> dickhead. It's actually because your cat knows you're, you've got too much weight on you and doesn't really want you eating another big cup that day. <laughs> he knows I'm sensitive in the so winter knocks about it behind the couch and licks it for a few hours. But that has been Love or Food. Incredible. That's great. Game. Danny won. He's the only one who got a correct answer. I did. Yeah. yeah. What does huh. he get? Oh, Danny gets a food. Yeah, he gets yeah. he gets a, a nice one of these. Wrong answer, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. Um. Okay. Do we have any other games or bits you we want to play? We we have something that I wanted to talk about and share with you guys. Oh, a little bit more serious. Little. This is definitely serious. <laughs> okay. All right. The thing that I wanted to share with you guys on this love episode is sort of a, I guess it, I won't call it a darker peek into the world of cat love. But it's just, you know, this is just a, an interesting little subgroup that exists in this world. Mm. I want to talk to you guys about cat shifter romance novels. Ooh, now, what is yeah. that? So basically, uh, cat shifters are typically uh, a romance. You're, you're familiar with romance, right? Yeah. yeah. You're familiar, are you familiar with novels? I, less less so, I lost yeah. some of you less. guys on that one. <laughs> so the idea of a romance novel is it's just a boring book where someone falls in love and it makes people kind of horny when they read it. Cat shifter romance novels, uh, the premise is that someone falls in love with another person and finds out that they can shift into cats. They can basically shapeshifters. They turn into cats. Or the person falling in love is hiding that they can shapeshift into a cat. And uh, I guess that's part of the sexual appeal is that the person mm. is half cat, half human. So it's not naughty, totally, right. maybe. It's I like half naughty. It's half naughty. So there are folks out there that find the idea of being with a cat or being a cat and being with a human to be erotic. And I think uh, I think that is the exact idea. Now, I like, <laughs> I like women, human women. Uh, for 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 you know, <laughs> <laughs> wrong answer. Hey, hear, me, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm attracted to human women. I'm not attracted to cats. But if I ever found out I was dating a woman who could shapeshift into a cat, I wouldn't mind if they if she split the difference with how many tits they have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what I wanted to do is just read some of the premises for these cat shifter romance novels for you guys. Just, to, I guess, sort of just to gauge your horniness. Yeah. <laughs> See if you like it. Uh, all right. Good so, thing I brought my horny gauge. <laughs> <laughs> so this is for, uh, this is a cat shifter romance novel called Tempting the Beast. Callan Lyons wanted only to be left in peace to protect the small group of breeds he rescued from a New Mexico lab. Be- uh, breeds is uppercased, by the way, so maybe oh, this is it. But thing. those that created them refused to stop their continued attempt to recapture them. And the owner of a small reputa- reputable paper wants his friend 
A, a friend of his birth mother's is now proof of his existence. Proof that has caught his daughter, Marinus Tyler's fascination, and ensured her determination to find him. But once they touch, they'll become far more than they ever imagined possible. Meow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sexy, right? So they'll both <laughs> become cats? I think th- it's hard to say. I think he turns into a cat, potentially. Like, he's got some weird secret birth Well, the story. top of her is a cat, and the bottom of him is a cat. <laughs> but they're 69. <laughs> <laughs> so that's totally kosher. Oh, they love that sandpaper tongue. I love it. All right, this one is, uh, this, is a, this one's called Magic Bites. Kate Daniels is a down-on-her-luck mercenary <laughs> who makes her living cleaning up magical problems. <laughs> but when Kate's guardian is murdered... Her quest for justice draws her into a power struggle between two strong factions within Atlanta's magic circles. Pressured by both sides to find the killer, Kate realizes she's way out of her league, but she wouldn't want it any other way. Now, this one doesn't really directly say that there's cat shifting. Right, right. yeah. Mm. That actually sounds like something that um, my wife would really like. Yeah, that sounds like a legitimate (laughs) romance. Because it does seem like there's some sort of like intrigue and fantasy, uh, like uh, high fantasy elements to it. There's something to it. All right, so this is introduce you to their friend though, and they're like, "He's my friend. Her job is cleaning up magical problems." And you go, "Oh, what's your name?" Kate Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Kate Daniels. You can call me Cat. Basically, there was just so many other Kate Daniels on LinkedIn. (laughs) I was like, I had to do something interesting. (laughs) All right, this is. I'll save this last one. This is called Wildcat. Uh, when Diego Escobar assists in what he should be a simple task of arresting a trespasser, he comes face to face with his first shifter, the beautiful Cassidy Warden, Warden, sister of the Shifter Town leader. Assigned to watch over her, Diego learns more about the lonely wild Cassidy than it's safe to know. Whoa, she. She gets, gets down, naked, So there's a whole shifter town? I think this is shifter town. So there's a... <laughs> I think you kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, no, Danny, none of this is real. Oh, so you can oh. sort of make it all up. <laughs> well, that's Which is what... This is the leap that I took next, is yeah. I thought it would be fun if I came up with a couple uh, cat shifter novels of mine. Right, own. and you were saying that none of... Cat shifters aren't real in real life, but these are real novel synopsises that you. These are real. Realize. Basically, we're we're constantly trying to figure out how to make money on this podcast. Yeah, always. And essentially, my my big idea is I just sort of crank out some ChatGPT versions of these novels, and I make some some freaking money. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna start with Whisker Away. What's Kit Pawson to do when she is kidnapped by cat-shifting pirates? <laughs> Shiver their timbers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got, I got another one. A Tale of Two Kitties. Yeah. What is Fuzzy Clausen, a French revolutionary, to do when he finds out the woman he's about to hook up with, Kit Pawson, is a sexy <laughs> cat-shifter? Storm the Brastil. <laughs> so basically, storming the Bastille yeah, yeah, yeah. is the ideal. Yeah. <laughs> right. You gotta remember, I don't know any real references to anything. But you can still picture a bra with six cups, and that's fun. Right? <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Are they like cones, like the old school Madonna? <laughs> there they are. From the sex book? I Hell have, yeah. I have one last one, and I think this is my favorite one. And I think this is the one that, if those two didn't get you kind of riled up and... Oh, I've been hard since you started saying cat shift. <laughs> okay. I, I've, I've been rock hard since the fart conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Mm-hmm. 
His Majesty's Secret <laughs> Service. <laughs> What's secret agent Harry Asshole Liquor to do? <laughs> when he finds out Octopussy is a double agent and a sexy cat shifter, names Bond, Leather Bondage. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think about that? There, it's the... Sh- it, it's the sweatiest of them all, but I, it's sweaty in like a horny way. Yeah, I, I need that book. Good sweaty. <laughs> I'm gonna be calling you up every night, like for the next six months, and I'll be like, "Read me a chapter." Yeah, just write. <laughs> these. Just get to writing these. Yes, yeah, so, uh, write us in if you want us to actually write one of these books. I can just kind of throw it into. Yeah, we could do it. We'll yeah, write we'll one go. for you, and we and if you give us a five star review, we'll put your cat in it. Mm, that's right. <laughs> Are we ready for our final segment? Yeah, we're gonna do it. Uh, this is a. Public enemy number one. What do we got? This week's public enemy is a cat rescue in Maryland that is doing a fundraiser where if you send $25 as a donation, they'll name a cat after your ex and then neuter him. Ooh. So I wasn't sure if this is a part public enemy necessarily, but I do think it's a little hostile. They neuter your ex or the cat? They neuter the cat <laughs> who they named after your ex. So it's a symbolic neutering like of your ex. It's like a voodoo doll. Yes, exactly. There's something a little dark. They're hoping something bad happens to your ex's balls. But they are neutering animals, which is a good thing. It is a You're, good they're thing. They're supposed to neuter the animals. They were going to do it anyway. Yeah. But now they'll solicit your suggestions for what to name the nameless cat before we before decide if this them. is a public enemy or a cat of the week story i want to know i think it de- i think it depends on how good or bad the x is that's name is getting you know voodooed yeah. here sure i mean you know if there if there are any women out there who you may have wronged in the past you could be on the receiving end of some bad testicular voodoo i'm mm. sure there's hundreds of ballless Adam Newman cats running around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's a there's a ball of Adam Newman right here. <laughs> well, ah. it's kind of like uh, naming a star, sort of. Right. Where it's, it's like symbolic. Yeah, yeah. You see that one up there? That one's named Pete. Yeah. After you, Pete. <laughs> Look, here's hey, the piece of paper I printed out from the website. But I do think that there's some kind of like you said, like there's you know. Dare I say magic to the transaction of you know naming the cat after naming your cat Nick well, Maritato and well, then mu- neutering it? Would you, you want the that? Name? How many of you keep the name that your cat yes, came with anyway? Seriously. If I adopted a cat named Adam, I personally I would keep a cat named Adam because I think it'd be funny if I named Adam. If me being Adam had a cat named Adam, would yeah. be funny. But most people I don't think would. And I think it would be funny if if your cat was Adam and you were Adam too. That <laughs> sure. <would be> funny. <laughs> Um, well, honestly, naming a star, I mean, those stars have burned out thousands of years ago. So right. it is kind of like... It's a little stupid. You're naming like a de- after like a dead ball of gas. Hey, so have my balls. <laughs> hey, there's a couple dead hey. balls of gas here. <laughs> uh, I think that it is actually kind of fun because they're gamifying a way to make... They need to make money. They're hard up on cash. I kind of wish they made it broader, which is just like... You will name him whatever you want, and we'll, yeah. we'll like you can name this cat Hitler, and Donald we're gonna, Trump. We're gonna rip Tom his balls Sandoval. out. That is really a funny thing. So, how much does it cost? Twenty five dollars. Is that how much it costs to neuter a cat? No, it's free to neuter. They have to do the neutering. They're just fundraising. They're by asking doing a fun you. Thing, I think. Hey, do you want to participate in the neutering process? Right. You give us twenty five bucks. We'll name this cat, and then this cat is up for adoption, and its name is just Adam Newman. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's actually, it bums me out that that's not how much it costs because I, I was hoping I could get into a business in my apartment just with a pair of right. scissors well, and a dream. And you, you charge $15. <laughs> I do it for 15 dog. I don't think there's any law that says you can't open up your own cat shelter. <laughs> I, I thought you were say open up your own cat. Well, like that's, there are laws against that. I, I think hope. there are laws. We talked about it in a, in a recent public enemy. Yeah, you can't dissect cats and put them in a soup. Well, you also can't just have a, a cat shelter anywhere because that's true if, too. If, right, if, zoning problems. Yeah, there are zoning problems. We learn a lot on this podcast. We it's not just really, all farts and pussies, it's folks. Not all farts and pussies. Sixty-five percent <laughs> max. As much as I'd love it to be. <laughs> uh, okay, is there anything else we want to shout out? Uh, just happy Valentine's Day right. to happy all Valentine's of the Day, folks. all of the ladies out there who have men they hate. <laughs> Get to neutering. Get to neutering. Uh, hey, and here's to you. Folks, that has been the podcast. Thank you for listening. Do us a favor. If you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. And then rate us five stars, preferably on the Apple Podcasts app because it helps us out. It's free to you. And when you give us five stars, in the review, mention your cat or cat's names, and we will shout them out on the podcast. It's something we'd like to start doing. Also, if you want to find us on the internet, you can get us on Instagram at PussyBoysPod. You can email us pussyboyspod at gmail.com and you can find us on tiktok at pussyboyspod just take out the you folks because you don't know how dirty this podcast is <laughs> until you click that link um and tiktok we're working on it folks we are working on it but our, our buddy zach broussard over here has been putting up some killer tiktok memes and whatever the fuck they want to call them but they're funny and they're getting actually more traction than anything else they're doing over there so that's the internet folks um and uh that's all i have to say Me good it meow 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 happy valentine's meow woof what a way to wrap up a valentine's episode my my wife walking in my wife zach's wife Seltzer Kings Podcasts.